do your research. Do not buy into the hype. Always look at the、uh, company or cryptocurrency that you're buying. Look for the founders, what they do, their background, the project itself. It's really, really important to learn. I think you would agree too. One thing that's important for any investor is you got to know how to do your research. That's like the most important thing. Don't just call a friend of yours who made、right. some money twenty years ago from real estate and ask them for advice. It's probably not the best place to go. Just learn the process. Welcome to the Wealth Matters podcast, where investors come together to better understand how to build passive cash flow and create generational wealth without all the confusing mumbo jumbo. Here's your host and co-author of Amazon number one bestseller, Alpesh Pamar. Welcome to Wealth Matters podcast. I am going to talk to Oz Connor today. He's a passionate entrepreneur and multiple seven-figure business owner whose mission is to help people design and build their dream businesses. So I am looking forward to this episode because he's going to talk about how you can build. Business credit, or and even how you can become a business lending broker. He's、uh, regularly featured in publications such as Entrepreneur and the Huffington Post. He's also the author of a couple of books and speaks at national and international events several times a year. Welcome, Oz. Hey, great to be here in office. How are you? Good. How are you? Great, great. Thank you. So awesome. Tell us something interesting or funny about yourself. Yeah, one thing people get surprised when they find out that I actually did double major in biology and chemistry, but ended up being a business owner. <laughs> That's like totally irrelevant to what I learned in in, in college.、Uh, you know. You know, my my family wanted me to become a doctor, like most families. You know, I'm sure. You <laughs> doctor or engineer, right? <laughs> <laughs> the doctor or engineer, one of them. Kind of, I guess,、uh, I bought into the hype. I started the school in my fourth year. I was like, what the heck am I doing here? I don't even like this. Like, you know, I, I mean, you know, I have an intellectual curiosity towards nature and biology, but not to the level of make a lifestyle out of that. So, in my <laughs> fifth year, I said, I'll, I'll get the diploma, I'll give it to my parents, but I want to go sell stuff.、And、I just went back to selling stuff on the flea market. <laughs> wow. So, what do you invest in personally, and why? I personally invest in、uh, myself a lot. It might sound <laughs> selfish, but yeah, I I'm a business owner. I invest in obviously other things too. I'm a real estate investor. I invest in cryptocurrency and、uh, training programs. But what I've seen so far, the biggest ROI I've been getting for the past. Decade comes from investing in myself, like you know, in, investing into my coaching, investing into reading books and attending events and things like that, so I can directly apply it into my business and help others. That has helped us, you know. I think our company is going to reach eight figures this year. That's because of the investment in ourselves and our team and our product. Congrats! That's awesome. So let's talk about business credit. What is a business credit? Why yeah, do small businesses need one? This is a phenomenon not really known to many people in the United States and Canada, right? Many people are familiar. Some are familiar with personal credit when you're buying a house or when you're refinancing a house, when you're buying a car or trying to get a loan. One of the main factors, you know, our creditors look at is. How good is your personal credit? But one thing that many people do not understand is there's actually business credit. So personal credit goes from you know 400 plus to 800 plus, right? 
business credit goes from zero to 100. So it's, it's a totally separate structure of measuring credit worthiness of a business. Uh, the main benefit is that if you keep using your personal credit, there's a finite amount of things you can buy. And when you, let's say, miss a payment or when you have a lot on your credit, it diminishes your chances of getting more funding. Whereas uh, if you build a business credit, um, you have access to a lot more cash, like companies like Amazon or Elon Musk and most of the other companies are growing through business credit. Um, on a personal level, maybe you're going to get a credit card for like fifty, dollars to $100,000. But on the personal end, it's no problem for you to get a loan or, or credit, um, you know, line of credit for a quarter million, half a million, a million. And the other thing is when you reach a certain level through your business credit, you don't have to sign things with your own name. Personal guarantee is a big deal, right? So people sign off uh, every loan document or house with a personal guarantee. If you have a business credit, that's not really the case. Uh, Business credit itself is an entity of its own. So it's separate from you. So you don't really put any liability on yourself personally. So there are are many things that we can talk about, but these are just a little, a couple of highlights. That's awesome. So, and I have a lot of small businesses, right? And I have always looked into building business credit as well. And there are certain steps, uh, you know, uh, someone will have to follow, right? To build business credit. So can you share the steps? Let's say if someone is starting a new business to becoming a credit worthy business. Yeah. So it's a mythical process honestly um similar to building a personal credit so a a lot of people do not understand that right Uh, and now since it's been famous over the past couple of years now people are getting into credit repair and understanding personal credit right business credit is on the other hand is a is a mystery to most people so one way to build it right especially when you're starting your business is consistency. What I mean by that is when you have your tax ID number, you know, you have, you're starting your business. First of all, you want to have a business email, right? You don't want to have an email ending with Gmail or yahoo.com, right? So when you buy a domain, whatever your domain is, just make sure that you get an email that says info at your domain.com. That's one thing. The second thing is establish your profile on search engines and directories like yahoo.com, like Yahoo business, Google, Google, business, um, you know, Yelp and all those pages um, create your profile. But one thing people miss is that you need to have identical information on each one of them, meaning you, you got to have the same phone number, you got to have the same uh, website address. Most importantly, you got to have the same uh, business address. For the business address, if you're using a PO box, you're not really building business credit. So that's really, really important. So you might use your home address or you might get uh, a virtual address but make sure that your address is consistent. Why does that matter? Who's Who cares about this? Well, there's a database called Dun & Bradstreet, right? Yep, I was going to ask about yeah. DNB. <laughs> yeah, DNB is collecting information about each business and they are the ones who are almost, they're the sole source that determines your credit worthiness for the business. So they're looking for, they're looking at your company, they're monitoring your business. If the information is all over the place, then they can't tell if it is the same company or if it's a different company, because usually what happens is in one place you have a PO box and the other place you have your street address and on one place it's your cell phone. The other place is your actual business phone. So you wanna get your ducks in a row and you wanna have consistent information everywhere. And the next step, once you get it all done, uh, next step is having a website. May I I interrupt you? Sorry. So DNB, um, and I started a lot of businesses and they started reaching out to me. Uh, and I always felt like they were so scammy. So <laughs> is, is DNB similar to Equifax, Experience, TransUnion in the personal credit space? And 
do everyone needs to have a DNB number? Yes, it's very important okay. you have a DNB number. It's absolutely important because sometimes what happens is you might be in business for three years and DNB doesn't even know that you exist. And you, uh, you have the legal documentation, maybe you filed your taxes, like you're a legitimate business making money and DNB has no idea. So that diminishes your credit worthiness, right? So it's really, really important that you, and the next step uh, is having your website. Have your website, get your DNB number. Once you have all of that, now the clock is ticking. You're building the business credit slowly, but there are ways to expedite it. One way is get a credit card that bills net 30, net 60. A lot of the supply stores, um, Uline.com or Staples.com, when you buy things from them, open up a business account with them. For example, if you go to Uline.com, you can buy boxes and tissue paper and most of the um, you know things that you need in your business anyways. Even right. if you don't need anything, go spend $50, but tell them to build a business with net 30. So you're not uh... paying out. So you want them to bill you. And that is immediately grabbed by you know, done a brass shoot and that starts explaining ah. that process. We have so many people like people are like, I don't need anything. I'm like, no, no, you do need something. Even if you're going to buy it for your house, go buy, go spend $50. Okay. It's okay. Okay. So, so I have another, answer. another question. Sorry about sure. that. No problem. I have the business credit card for a couple of my businesses actually, and I've been using it for one of them for over 10 years, the other one over three years. But of course, that was given to me on my name, right? Even though it's 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 through my business uh, bank yeah. account. So how does that work? Is this helping me uh, build that credit on my personal side or on the business side? Good question. So it is helping you on the personal side. And most likely the business is not even aware of that, right? So what you need to do if you're an established business and we all did that, right? You start a business and you get a letter in the mail saying that you can get a credit card for your business, right? But when you're filling out the application, they're asking for your social security number. Exactly. It's based on your personal credit. What happens if you're in a situation like that, you want to call the credit card company and tell them you want to transfer that credit card to your business. Um, and if, they, if they don't do that, then tell them, well, I, I'm going to be making some major purchases under my business. I will not use your card. I need a business card. Either you do it or I'm going to call the next bank, Chase or Bank of America or American Express, right? Usually the best candidate for this is American Express. Even if you have uh. a brand new business, call Amex and tell them, I want to get a business credit card. And if they try to get you registered through your personal information, you're like, no, no, I like to use my tax ID number. And you transfer, either you turn your existing business credit cards into actual business building credit cards, or you open new ones, right? Because if you do what you've been doing, um, maybe it has some side benefits. Yeah, sure. But overall, it is on, on your, as a person, as uh, you know, uh, it's building your own credit or hurting your own credit, depends on how you're handling it. But it's not doing the impact that it should be doing under the business account. Just to give you an example, we uh, currently we have six Amex credit cards under our business. Um, that's wow. a lot of credit cards, right? We spent a lot of money on advertising. The first one started of me getting an Amex under my name. Then once I built a relationship, I kept calling them. Um, I started a business. I need I need somebody. I need I need a card to use for business expenses, and they were really helpful. Once we get the first one, then after like three months, I called them again. I need this credit card, that credit card. Right now we have three gold, three platinum, and one nice. of the lower ones, right? Do I use all of them? No. Not really, but do they help me a lot? When, when the NB checks my record, they're like, holy cow, this guy is like 25 credit lines. Six of them are Amex. 
three with Uline, one with Best Buy, one with Staples, and there's so many other ones. Once you show that, then it's, 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 not, it's not big of a deal for you to get a 0% interest business credit card with a limit of like 250,000. Nice. So, so you, you, know. you, you dropped a couple of golden nuggets there. One is MX. I know uh, personally as well that MX is very business friendly. That's why I have one MX. So I, I totally agree. And the second is opening account with Uline or Staples or something. So even, even with those stores, you go and open an account as business, not providing your personal information. Correct. Even if you have no business credit cards to, let's say you walk into Staples, right? You want to buy supplies, right? You don't pay with your personal card. You tell them you want to open a business account with Staples. They give you a little form. I think they do it online right now. That That awesome. is registered. That's on the records and they give you a Staples credit card. It has interest and all that stuff. Sure. But pay it before the interest uh, hits. That's okay. You, you got to be able to manage that, right? Right. But it, it starts building it. So then you do it for any type of store that sells material for businesses. And before you know that, you have six to 10 lines of credit, open lines of credit that is reporting to VMB. And when that happens, now it gives you a lot more leverage when you're using what I call OPM, other people's money. Yep, so you OPM. You can't just earn and spend. Earn, that cycle is very employee-minded, nope. <laughs> right? Yeah. Businesses do not act that way. You, I mean, we're putting, we're putting about $2 million on our Amex cards every single year. Wow. Advertising. We're paying it back, but otherwise I would have paid it off on my debit card, which is totally useless. It doesn't give me any interest. Uh, I no. get points. Uh, points, no points and then building the credit, right? And building the credit. So if you the... to buy another business, I can literally call American Express and get a credit line of a couple of million dollars because of the credit lines. So think about the possibilities of what doors that it can open, right? When you're building something on your personal credit, you won't be able to call Bank of America and tell them, I'm going to buy a business. Can I get a million dollars? They'll laugh at you. Like, yeah, yeah. that just doesn't work that way. They're like, send me your credit score, DTI. We need to yeah. look at Yeah, because and you and I jump through hoops, actually, as business owner and entrepreneur to get personal loans. When I'm trying to buy real estate and if I'm buying on my personal, they ask me for like, hundreds of tax documents oh, yeah. and when i tell them i'm buying through my business okay all good no problem. <laughs> come on <laughs> and also another thing obviously it's really actually pathetic right it's really sadly funny um so on the business end it's your benefit to accumulate balance like if i have a half a million dollar balance on my amex credit card it doesn't look bad on my credit. It looks good. That means I'm a business paid back. Try to do that on your personal <laughs> no. See what happens. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very bad. I was trying to refinance my mortgage uh, a couple months ago and the amount of documents they asked me for every, each and every of my business for P&L, tax returns. And I'm like, when I bought, acquired the property earlier last year, they didn't ask me anything because I inquired, yeah, acquired yeah. through my business. So no, that that's a that's amazing uh, what you shared about Uline. And so, uh, what about the net thirty or net sixty? What does that mean? Uh, yeah, then so, do I need to get a credit card or do I open just an account with them? And, uh, and, especially and with Uline, even... easiest. So you go you go to Uline.com, you browse through their online catalog and pick some stuff, right? Yep, it doesn't matter yep, what it is, yep. and it adds up to fifty dollars. Right. You place your order right before you place an order. It, it asks you pay with credit or net thirty. You choose net thirty. Put your and this is another important thing. 
you have to, the information you put in there about your business needs to match, okay? Don't put your business address, business name as it is shown on your website or on your tax return, business phone number, choose net 30 and click on submit. Your order is done. You didn't pay anything. They ship you the products and then you get a bill in the mail. So now ah. you have a net, you have 30, net 30 means that you have 30 days to pay that. Right. Sometimes they give you net 60. If you if your order is big enough, they give you net 90. And wow. certain, uh, certain places give you net 120. Try to get that on your personal, like credit card companies will want that paid before <laughs> the interest cycle hits, right? Yep. Businesses, they can give you up to 120 days. That's a lot of days to pay something back, right? right. So that's what net 30 is. You get the bill in the mail. Of course, you want to pay it on time and repeat that process. Just go buy some stuff like, you know, as a gift, you'll find something to buy. Keep doing that and do it for uh, similar companies who are selling supplies. Oh, that's awesome. This is, a, this is great, great advice, especially I'm able to relate. Uh, and you spoke about uh, you also have the training platform. What does that training platform entail? Is it a, for building credit or it's on the other side, you know, becoming a loan broker? Both actually, because oh, okay. a, uh, yeah, so we train people to be business loan brokers in the United States and Canada uh, because alternative lending has been exploding, right? And right. So I know banks are really bad at providing funding to small businesses. They're designed more for providing capital to mid-sized to large-sized businesses. We're closing that gap. Like the um, the approval rate for a small business loan is is less than twenty percent, believe it or not. That means Every 10 people who apply for just to get, let's say, $20,000, only two of them get approved. So as business loan brokers, this doesn't require any licensing or any degrees, any prior experience. So far, we've trained more than 3,000 members in our uh, community wow. and help them build six-figure and seven-figure businesses. They'll learn about building business credit and helping others build business credit. And while doing so, they earn money. So that that's a, that's a platform that we built, we've been building since 2014 and it's, uh, it's gone to great lengths. And so far, we're bringing on a couple of hundred people a month. That's awesome. So one of your platform teaches how to build business credit and I would have to check it out for myself <laughs> itself. <laughs> but the other side, you also train people to become a business loan broker. So why do you claim that it is the best time to become a business loan broker? Yeah, because there are a lot of businesses you can do online right now, right? So you can, I don't know, you can work with a no money down real estate opportunity, e-commerce opportunity, or just any type of online business that sells something. Uh, the reason I truly do believe in my heart that this is the best opportunity is because it's recession proof and also pandemic proof, right? We've seen what happened during the pandemic. Most of the opportunities kind of disappeared. Uh, yeah. Businesses got shut down and, and you know, people were sick and all that stuff. Whereas alternative lending thrived both on 2008 recession and also during the pandemic because that's when people need more money. So we're in the business of selling the sexiest product on earth, which is money, right? So you're offering money to small businesses and they need it most during a recession. And also, well, we didn't know this before, but we can have pandemic too now through yes. the pandemic. So for that reason, I mean, our brokers have uh, generated massive levels of income even like last May, which is the, the eye of the storm pretty much for the pandemic, everyone was locked down, but there were businesses being opened up. There were businesses right. who needed money because the government forced them to shut down. They still needed to pay their employees and we were able to help them out. And on top of that, we can help people start a business, start a funding 
doesn't even exist through traditional banks. Like try to walk into your branch and tell them, I'm excited, I'm gonna start a business, I need $100,000, see how that goes. But they, they don't really have an option for that, right? Uh, but we do have funding partners that provide that. So when you put it all together, someone can work from home, they can, they can do this part-time or full-time, and this thrives during a recession and pandemic. When, when I put it all together, I mean, I, I think that justifies the claim that uh, this is the best business to start. That's awesome. So what are some of the requirements to become a business loan broker? Do I like a realtor, you need to get a license or if you are a life insurance agent, you need to be licensed with the state. Uh, are there any requirements to become a business loan broker? Um, no hard requirements like that. You don't need any license or degrees or any experience. Obviously, you need to have a laptop and a phone. <laughs> Uh, this doesn't include involve any telemarketing or call calling, but you need to connect with people. So we teach people how to do online marketing. Those are the only things and a strong why to do this, right? So being an entrepreneur requires a very strong reason that you're going to go through this. Otherwise, most people want to be an entrepreneur, but they just want to do it. Oh, I want to make more money. Well, yeah, that's everyone who doesn't want to make more right. money. So you need a stronger reason why do you want to live in a better neighborhood? Like you and I were talking about where you live and where I live and how complicated it gets, right? So you want to be in a better school system. You want to have extra cash at the end of the month. Whatever the reason is, you need to find a stronger why. And that's all you need, honestly, start a business. That's awesome. So last question I have uh, before we take a break is that you mentioned about six figure how can someone who is starting out build a six-figure business as a loan broker? It's relatively easy, honestly, because the industry that we're in doesn't require that you have hundreds of customers. Each deal that you help fund it pays you anywhere from two to four thousand dollars, right? Okay. So even if you're doing, you know, four average deals per month, that's over ten thousand dollars in commissions paid to you. And there's right. no middleman; you're getting paid directly from the lenders. So as you know, when you're making over $8,000 a month, that's more than $100,000 a year. So you're at a six-figure level. So it's a simple math. It comes down to, excuse me, being able to fund four deals, four plus deals per month. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Let's take a quick break. And after the break, we will go through the same questions I ask every guest. Awesome. You're listening to the Wealth Matters Podcast. The Wealth Matters Podcast. For more info about what we do, check us out at wealthmatters.com. It's wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H, matters, M-A-T-R-S.com. Welcome back to Wealth Matters Podcast. I was talking to, and I'm still talking to Oz. He shared a lot of golden nuggets about building business credit. If you are on the fence and want to become a business loan broker. So thank you, Oz, for sharing all that. Are you ready for fire round? Let's do it. Okay. What do you think of the stock market, real estate, and cryptocurrencies as all of them are at all time high? And you mentioned you invest in all of them. I do too. So I want to know. Yeah, I'm investing in all of them, all of them. But I guess just like anything, it's uh, it's not the vehicle; it's when you get in and when you know when to get out, right? Uh, so just anyone <laughs> no. who's thinking about them, just just be careful. Uh, these are especially cryptocurrencies is uh, you know high speculation vehicles so far. Uh, so if something seems really really expensive and expensive and everyone seems to be talking about it, it might not be the best time to get in. So just use caution. <laughs> When, when your grandparents are talking about it, it's time to get out. Exactly. <laughs> That's my measuring stick. If my mom is calling me about crypto, yeah, exactly. time to sell or not buy at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
would you be changing any business or investment strategy after this pandemic is over i think we we've, we've kind of grown through it when the pandemic hit we were not really sure how we were going to impact we were going to get impacted but we managed to 3x our company uh through within one year so not really we would just be we would just keep being customer centric uh, like amazon ceo jeff bezos says it's a, it's, a, it's a matter of building a customer centric company awesome favorite real estate or finance or any other related book um i would say the, the i guess the foundational one the robert kiyosaki one that kind of opened my eyes to it there are a lot of many other ones uh, that i read but that was the one who showed me the potential of the real estate market that's great any tool or website you recommend or you use every day we're always thankful to slack for our team communications yeah. we pray that it performs and it doesn't fail and it doesn't fail us it's a very reliable software i like it that's great any advice for beginner investors or entrepreneurs do your research do not buy into the hype always look at the uh, company or cryptocurrency that you're buying uh look for the founders what they do their background the project itself it's really really important to learn i think i think you would agree too one thing that's important for any investor is you got to know you got to know how to do your research that's like the most important thing don't just call a friend of yours who made right. some money 20 years ago from real estate and ask them for advice it's probably not the best place to go just learn the process i know it's painful to learn to do research but it pays dividends if you know how to do it right no that that's a great advice how do you give back uh we give back to charities quite a bit both nationally and internationally and also i take a uh, great pleasure in seeing our brokers and people reach different levels in our community like someone just broke a seven figure um you know milestone in their business and moved by if they bought a beach house and seeing that and seeing where they were when they came in that's uh, i guess the biggest reward for me and we give it back and like in in those ways through our training and what we do every day that's great how can my listeners reach out to you it's easy everything we have is on our website including our youtube videos and our emails and the content that we have blogs at businesslendingblueprint.com Okay, I'll put that in the show note. Thank you so much, Oz. My pleasure. Great to be with you, Oz. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Matters podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show too. Have a great week and happy investing.